Welcome to the Truth Testifies podcast, where true struggles are brought to light to encourage and heal ourselves and others. We all struggle. Be encouraged in it. Listen, then participate. Hosted by John Trent. I might be putting you a little bit on the spot, but what's kind of um, one of the biggest ways it, that that being in a group like that has personally like changed and, and affected stuff in your life? Oh, dude. Um, I know that there's I mean, probably a getting, multitude of no. ones to pick from, but... I mean, it, it, uh, it, all, it all points back to my sin. Yeah. Um, you know, always talk about like, you know, marriage, uh, you start, you put two sinners together, make them live together and, you know, whatever. And, and sin will be revealed. And mm-hmm. you have kids, you realize how selfish you are when you have kids, mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff. But like living in community does exactly <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. Um, at, because they're, you know, like it, it's so easy for us, like our inclination is to be drawn towards people that are easy for us to hang out with. And so um, that might be people that are in their same stage of life or live near us or have the same hobbies or interests or whatever. But um, when you live in community and, and our aim is to like have folks gather in groups that meet near them. And so mm-hmm. like we, like we would love to have a group in every single neighborhood and, and there's a couple in ours and it's super awesome. Um, but there's like, that that forces you to hang out with people, to live in community with people that you probably wouldn't choose to necessarily spend every Friday night with, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, and they wouldn't want to spend their Friday nights with me either. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and so like, and that's okay. And, and so I think like living in community with people that are different than you, that have, that have different struggles than you do, different sin um, that, are just like their personalities just different. They're different places. Um, you know, all of those things like has revealed to me, um, over time that like I'm sinful and wicked and I love to put myself on a pedestal. Um, Mm -hmm. love to think that I have everything together. And then when I, when I listen to my thoughts and all those things, I realize like, dude, like I'm jacked up far more than anyone else. I know. And so when there's like that one guy or that one girl or whoever it might be, where it's like, man, like they're just going to be tough or whatever. It's, it's not because they're going to be tough. It's because I'm going to be tough on right. what the spirit like would actually call me to do. Um, and so that's what community honestly has done for, for me is like allow me to um, see my sin in ways that I wouldn't otherwise to, trust the spirit to move in relationships that I never thought that I would have um, and to be part of people's lives that I, I never would have ever imagined I would be a part of. Um, and that, that's really cool. And it's also really heartbreaking sometimes too, because there are victories that you get to celebrate and there's also uh, tragedy as well. Like people who don't want to walk away from sin, who like just, want to, to live in their, their unrepentance and yeah. not trust Jesus. And that's super frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, not because like they owe me something, but because they're just missing out on joy and they're missing out on freedom and 
right. all the things that Jesus would offer them. And so um, community is tough yeah. and, uh, and challenging, but it's, it, it drives you to trust in Jesus, trust in the Spirit, like know that you're a son or a daughter before <clears throat> anything else. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I mean, that just that um, yeah. aspect of community is, is the best and the hardest, um, but the coolest at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So, so you guys, it's not necessarily, it's not a, because I think that, you know, it could have been perceived, had I not asked that question, it could have been perceived as kind of like a warm, gooey, like, let's help each <laughs> other and bat each other on the back and like, really right. just like uplift each other. But, but there is like extreme, like scorchingly intense, like challenge that's held within it. And there's that like, there's times of that like just odd like holding things in tension and that and that being okay because that's what's gonna like pull you out of just the complacency of of where you're at and and it is tough to to see the people that that can't that don't see the value in it and they just kind of like, well, you know, walk away from it. Like you said, not because it's like, oh man, I didn't, I didn't win that situation, but because you don't get to like, you know that they're walking away from what will eventually be more joyous of a life than where they're at now. Exactly. So that's really tough. I'm sure. Yeah. That's super tough. Well, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's, I mean, at the end of the day, like, that's where, um, you know, the, the commonality for everyone that's, you know, held up in a living room or that you're texting throughout the week or whatever, like, mm-hmm. the common denominator there is, is Jesus. Like, it, it just draws you to the fact that this is what makes us family. This is what makes us a community. It's not anything else. And so um, Jesus is the one that built his church. And, like, man, if he built his church with all the same kind of people mm-hmm. that are just like me, um, we'd be incredibly lopsided to be like a, you know, one walled building or whatever. So, yeah. um, you know, to have other people that you're living in community with is that they're different than you is just good. It's, it's a microcosm of, of the church, mm-hmm. uh, on some level. So, um, yeah, so it's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, really it's, it's kind of, you know, a, you know, st- similar model as to how like just the real world is like in in your workplace you're not like i know i don't get along with everybody in my workplace and so to to be able to take the example from a community group of how to deal with a challenging person within like a christ-centered environment Mm -hmm. will will be able to help to take and transplant that into a you know out in the world environment a little bit better so it's, it sounds like it's a really practical way of being able to just understand things like that that otherwise they're just like you know they're treasures buried in scripture that unless you're in like an actual practical situation they're hard to really grasp so it's kind of like putting you know the your feet to the ground versus just kind of like holding your Bible up in the air and not really understanding how to apply it. Yeah, that's true. 
that's it's really awesome. True. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, for sure, there's. I mean, some of those guys that like I, I told you, um, a lot of them were in my wedding. You know, the mm-hmm. guys that were part of that kind of second circle. Oh, of college. Okay. Yeah. Um, those guys, uh, and then even you know the gentleman I mentioned who kind of ran with that or whatever, um, like not part of solid community. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is like their, their commitments, their, their faith, even on some level, like just eroded, um, and, and buckled. And, you know, there's always the question of like, was there to begin with or whatever. But the reality is like what that illuminated for me, seeing kind of that happen over the years was just how por- important it was like to, to be in community with people that love Jesus, right? So you're mm-hmm. right, like, we're at work all day with people who are different than us, um, who maybe have, like, different values, different perspectives, whatever. Um, that'll happen regardless, but, you know, being in the workplace doesn't guarantee that you're going to have these, like, you know, wonderful other Christ-minded people, like, that you're right. spending your days with and rubbing shoulders with or whatever. Um, but if that's all you've got and you don't have anything outside of that, then it's just super easy to to be discouraged to become apathetic to mm-hmm. become like the people that you're around and and that's honestly not because they're giving you something that you know you don't already have they're just drawing out of you instead of that work of the spirit they're drawing out that sin and that complacency and that comfort that you have in your flesh versus what the, what the spirit would do which is challenge you you know to to find your identity in christ and not find it in all these other things that the world finds its identity in. So, yeah, um, totally. So that's like thinking of those people um, who I pray for and care about, and there's still lots of tears over. Um, certainly, is like just a, it's a good, solid, stark reminder for me, and and I, you know, uh, would share that with folks that you know might be listening to this or whatever. That like it, it matters. It's important. It's not optional um, for us or for you or for anybody. Like you. You have to be in community. Um, mm-hmm. It's a necessity. It's what we were made for. It's how we were made to live and survive. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, to kind of wrap it up, um, what's what's some kind of like, you know, I know that you know the typical sermon is like a three point sermon, but um, <laughs> the not that I'm asking you to give a sermon, but kind of like what's just three points, or or if you have more, you know, awesome that you would just kind of give people to help them to start and cultivate a a community, a culture of having, you know, a community group-minded, like, effort in their church if they don't have one or if they kind of feel the, from this, feel that they need to kind of revise what they have going on? Yeah, it's um, a great question. Uh, first and foremost, I'd tell you, um, if you're listening to this, like that, like I said, it, it is necessary and it has to start somewhere. So if it's not something that you see or that you have readily available, like it, it can start with you. Um, and ultimately it, it started really with Jesus and is beginning in the spirit that lives in you, um, and lives in anyone else that might, um, know and love Jesus around you. And so, uh, I guess that like, that groundwork is already laid. Um, like we talked about earlier, like people are made for that. Um, even when you kind of take Christ out of it, 
it's good and it's healthy and, and people mm-hmm. want it and people thrive in it. And so, um, and so it's certainly tough, um, or whatever, but I would say first, like that community is the way that God designed the church to, to live. It's how he designed it to live. And so that foundation is laid. That's there. You just get to be part of that. Yeah. Um, and so just know that, that it's not like, Oh, I have to start this on my own or it's on your shoulders to accomplish this. Like, this is how God wanted the church to live together. And so he goes before you in that. He's already laid down the foundation for that. And he gives you the center for that, which is the gospel um, and the spirit and the scriptures that will help like guide you in those relationships and help you change. So you're not doing it alone. God has designed it that way. So pursue it. Um, the second thing is just like knowing that it's hard. Um, and so it is really like easy to show up. Um, to a group gathering or to enter into a relationship like at the beginning, super excited about what God might do and all these sorts of things. But then like over time, it, it can become exhausting. Um, and I think that's because people approach community um, like we do most things selfishly in our <laughs> flesh. Like we show up wanting to get, wanting to receive, wanting to, you know, just be taken care of. So, um, we kind of talk about like pastoral care, discipleship and mission, like those three things happening in our groups. Yeah. And, um, and what my brain automatically wants to do is say, okay, so people are going to shepherd me. People are going to care for me pastorally. People are going to care uh, about my family. People are going to do mission and I get to kind of tag along in that yeah. and all those sorts of things. So it, it becomes a very like consumeristic, even when we try to like push the fact that, no, this is what you get to do and you should be doing for other people. The brain mm-hmm. and the heart just filter that selfishly, and so, um, so I would just encourage anyone who's doing this to 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 know that it is an outpouring of yourself. And so, community is not the uh, vine; um, the community is a gathering of branches. And so, to show up to community expecting it to fill you, um, or to become your identity, or to take care of all your needs, or whatever, is just false. Um, and it will set you up for disappointment. It will set you up for broken relationships um, and all those sorts of things. So Jesus is the vine. Um, we plug into him. We find our identity there. We trust the spirit and his word to do work through us and for other people. Um, and so if we're doing that, then when we gather together and live in community, um, we get to point other branches back to the vine. Um, and so that's, I guess, the second thing. And then the third thing is like, uh, gosh, um, man, uh, make it, make it missional from the very beginning. Um, it's super easy to have your groups become insulated, um, for it to only be about other believers and only inclusive to other people that love Jesus mm-hmm. or who are in your circle yeah. or whatever. And that will, um, honestly, I think that will cripple mission. So the group I'm a part of, like we've got somebody that's, not a Christian, we've got other folks that aren't part of our church or whatever that are like hanging out with us every week and in life. Um, and it's really, really good um, to, to have that. That's what yeah. we want. We want people who aren't part of the church, who um, are somewhere else to like to come hang out with us because at the end of the day, like groups don't exist to sustain us. They exist to, to build Jesus' church. And our hope is that God's not done doing that in right. our city and our neighborhood. And so <laughs> yeah. like, we like the, we want the door to be open. Um, we want our our relationships, our dynamics in the group to be open. We want to be hospitable. Um, we want to be you know just inviting people who aren't yet part of God's family to become part of God's family, who aren't yet part of our church family 
to become part of our church family. Um, and, and there's nothing that's like quite as challenging or challenging in this way as, as having people that, you know, don't love Jesus come hang out with you in community. It's an awesome witness to them. Um, and it, it also challenges you to like reconsider, man, why do we do this? <laughs> why do we do right. this? Week? Why do we do this? Not the week. Like, why does this matter? It doesn't, it doesn't matter because it makes us feel good or it makes us feel like we're doing church right. Um, this matters because it, it shapes us and molds us and transforms us so we can go back out into the world uh, and invite other people to join us. And so when, when that happens, like when there are people who don't know Jesus who aren't part of the family yet that, that come and connect, um, it's a really cool thing. And it, as much as you talk about it, it's not something that you can ever be fully prepared for, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's so good. Um, and so, yeah, just encourage encourage that like god built his church through relationships through proclaiming the gospel um and and those things can happen together in in biblical community so that's awesome those are three really good points that i put you on the spot for so you did good (laughs) cool but i can make some stuff up yeah (laughs) well it's some good stuff that you made up Well, man, I I think that that speaks on on all points that that I really wanted to touch on really well. So I super appreciate you uh, giving me the the time in your evening, and I hope you were were able to enjoy it and also get in a good walk. So I don't I don't even know where I am anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> well, I'll I'll let you hang up so you can use your GPS or call nine one one to find your way home. <laughs> clear night i'll use the stars there you go all right man well i super appreciate it and i love you man hey love you too buddy thanks all right. yep